Morgan drove her jam-packed convertible down the long, winding drive of her parents' estate. Glancing at lush grass spreading over vast grounds and cherry trees, green and leafy without their blossoms. Smiling, she passed a grouping of smaller trees she and her father had planted when she'd been a little girl. It was one of her most cherished memories. Her father's large hands covering hers while they gently tamped soil around tender young roots. She rounded a sharp bend and adjusted the visor close to the windshield as the late afternoon sunshine poured against the faded brick of her family's massive home, reflecting off acres of glass and pillared white columns. She pulled up to the walkway leading to her guest house, careful to avoid the catering trucks parked by the kitchen of the main house. Florists bustled about, setting up lavish arrangements on either side of the enormous double oak front doors. Cherry trees and childhood memories were quickly forgotten. Guests would arrive in little more than three hours. She and her mother had so much to do yet. If she was quick, she could drop off her supplies, grab a snack, and head over to help in less than ten minutes. Getting out, she popped the trunk with the button on her key and walked to the back of the car, pausing when the deep rumble in the distance interrupted her thoughts. She watched as the black and chrome motorcycle pulled up next to her, stopping inches from her feet. The engine deafened, making her want to plug her ears as she stared at the man sitting on the Harley, taking in every impressive inch. Arms, well-muscled and tan, filled out his white t-shirt. He wore his Dodgers ball cap backwards, giving her a good look at high cheekbones and a deep dimple in his square jaw. Oakley's covered his eyes. He turned the key, killing the engine, and dropped the kickstand. In one efficient and surprisingly graceful swing of leg, he stood next to the bike in blue jeans, snug in all the right places, accentuating his mouth-watering build. She stared at broad shoulders and a solid chest before pulling herself together. She recognized the red and black insignia printed on the breast of his shirt as Ethan Cook Securities and was certain this could be none other than the man who would be tagging along after her for the next 30 days. In an attempt to move beyond her irritation with the situation in general, she extended her hand in introduction, pulling back when he glanced in the trunk, smirking and shaking his head. Her thin eyebrow arched above her black wayfarers, and her friendly smile disappeared. Just what in the hell is his problem? She felt the low burn of her temper come to life and finally broke the tense silence humming between them. So you must be the muscle my father hired. That's me, he shrugged. You got a problem with it, talk to him. Yep, he was going to be a pain in her ass after all. Great. Deciding it was better to say nothing more, she turned and reached for the bags she'd forgotten. Although her hands were full, several items remained in the trunk. She walked toward the house, glancing back, hoping Hunter would offer to help. He didn't move. Could I get a hand? He backed up, palms out. Let's get one thing straight, sweetheart. I've been hired to protect you, life and limb. I'm not a servant. Oh, that was it. She placed her bags on the driveway and stormed over to him, stopping toe to toe. The top of her head met the bottom of his chin, and she had no choice but to look up to make eye contact. Listen, sweetheart. She poked him in the chest with her index finger as she emphasized the word. I don't know who the hell you think you are, 
but I won't put up with you talking to me like this. He pushed his aviators onto his cap. You gonna tell daddy on me? His potent grin and shocking blue eyes left her blinking and her heart stuttering. In defense, the temper she'd tried to hold snapped. You're an even bigger idiot than I first feared. I was hoping you might have manners. Customarily, when you see someone with several items, it's polite to help them, or at least offer. I'll try to keep those manner things in mind. He flicked her sunglasses down the bridge of her nose. Perhaps over the next month you can teach me more. By the time we get back, I just might be civilized. She narrowed her eyes to slits. Oh, I seriously doubt it. She snapped her glasses back in place, reached down for her bags, and walked off without giving him another glance.